0: What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So as summer camp rolls on, we still have a couple position battles that need to be resolved in some camps. And I wanted to kind of just go over what some some of these young prospects are facing in terms of position battles, what their clubs might do, um, and just the circumstance surrounding each player. And these are going to be all, like, young guys who are just, like, who have – Maybe, you know, already been in the big leagues. Some of them have been in the big leagues for a cup of coffee, but haven't really, you know, grabbed that um, that job by the reins yet. But they do project to be part of the team moving forward. It's just whether or not they're going to play a, a big role in 2020 is, is still yet to be seen. So it's going to be a, a relatively short one today, but there are some interesting names on this list and some interesting situations I did want to cover. So. First thing to take into account is the fact that, number one, expanded rosters to begin the season, and then the universal DH. So that means that there is already naturally going to be more room for these guys to to stick around. But the first player I want to talk about is with the Cubs. They have a second base position battle, and this is Nico Horner. So he is a rookie. He got a 20-game audition last season. And he followed it up with a very solid spring this year before things got shut down in March. Um, it's very possible the Cubs might just turn things over to him on Opening Day because second base is the one place they just don't really have an answer right now. Cubs second baseman hit 220 last year. You know the rest of the infield is set, and uh, second base has just been a, a question mark for Chicago. Um, but besides Nico Horner, the reason why he he's not you know, completely penciled in yet, is because veteran Jason Kipnis is also on the Cubs. He's an interesting option. The Cubs might want to find out what Kipnis has left in the tank before committing to a 23-year-old kid in Nico Horner. Nonetheless, they can't really go wrong here, whether they go with Horner or they go with Kipnis. The Cubs are going to likely get an upgrade from 2019 where their second baseman combined to hit 220. The next club is the St. Louis Cardinals in the outfield. They have they have a question to answer. When when is 21-year-old Dylan Carlson going to make his major league debut because he is he is a he's a top prospect for them. And uh, he's put up really big numbers in the minor leagues. He's number 17 on MLB's top 100 prospect list in all of baseball. And he he's a legit like, you know, You know, stud prospect, and he could definitely ignite this team. But they do have other options. Um, President of Baseball Operations, John Mozeliak, will want to see what the Cardinals have in Lane Thomas, another, you know, good prospect, and Tyler O'Neill. And both those guys actually figured to open the season on the big league club, splitting time in left field. They're going to have Harrison Bader in center field and Dexter Farrell in right. So it still seems like. The outfield is a bit crowded for the Cardinals to make way for Dylan Carlson, but he really is pushing the issue. And um, with a shortened season, and and they have a potential championship team, you, you you do see Carlson waiting in the wings, and he's someone who could probably help this team this year. So that's that's a position battle that still needs to be cleared up, but we'll keep our eyes on that. He's 21 years old. Next, we have the Yankees. And their position battle, I guess, it's not really a position battle, but we'll just say, I mean, it's the rotation, Uh, the pitching rotation. I mean, now that they've had time to get healthy, the rotation appears set with, you know, the, the following order. Garrett Cole, James Paxton, Jay Happ, Masahiro Tanaka and Jordan Montgomery. But here's where it gets interesting. Here's where it gets interesting. I mean, starting pitchers still probably aren't going to be stretched out for a while, so the Yankees are going to need some extra starters. They have four young arms waiting in the wings. Davey Garcia, Michael King, Jonathan Loazaga, and Clark Schmidt. Uh, All those guys are starters, and they're all waiting in the wing, and um, I mean, maybe they might slide in there. I I don't even really know. Might, Might slide into the fifth spot once in a while, but Spot start. I mean, the Yankees did do a lot of spot starts with with those guys last year, but it's not really a position battle, but they do have a surplus of arms. Similarly, the Twins have a rotation question. I mean, their pitching staff has been a weakness for a while, but they've done a pretty nice job of turning it into a stretch, into a strength, as they stretch out a dozen starters for the regular season. I mean, they're going to pick five, obviously. Jose Barrios, Jake Odorizzi. And Kenta Maeda are going to be their top three. And then, you know, Rich Hill is ready to go as long as he's healthy. So that's four. But then you have, you have other options. You know, Homer Bailey's there. Randy Dobnak, you know, who started in the playoffs for them last year. You know, guys like that. So the Twins also need to figure out the back of their rotation. Now to, like, an actual position battle again. The Indians. The Indians. In the outfield they have a position battle there they have 10 outfielders on their 40-man roster and a bunch of them are young guys oozing with potential none of the 10 is an established player but almost all of them have been top prospects at one time you have Oscar Mercado who's going to start in center he's the one sure thing on on that roster as far as outfield goes but then there could be a revolving door for the other spots but you're probably going to look at guys like Jordan Luplow. Fawn Mill Reyes and others. So keep an eye on the outfield situation in Cleveland. For the Phillies, they have a position battle here, but this is in center field more specifically. This is going to be either between Adam Hastley or Roman Quinn. The Phillies believe both these guys could have long careers, but in 2020, what's it going to be? I mean, Adam Hastley got better and better during his rookie season last year, both at the plate and in center field. But Roman Quinn had an 11-39 OPS during a 13-game stretch, but then that was cut short by a groin injury that you know, ended his season. But Roman Quinn, I mean, his speed is what really makes him unique. Both of these guys are going to play, but it's going to be interesting to see how Joe Girardi divides a playing time in center field for the Phillies because, I mean, you're going to have Bryce in right field and Kutch in left. So center field, one of these two guys, they might split time, but we'll see who wins that position. I mean, usually it's not like, all these – things i'm saying all these battles i'm saying um but it's not gonna be like oh one guy wins the job and runs away most of these situations it's gonna be a time split but um you know the, no one really knows what the percentage is gonna be as for the braves they have another they have an interesting situation last but not least the braves at third base so long term austin riley is gonna be the braves third baseman right everyone knows that you know he took the world by storm last summer when he first got called up had a really hot stretch to begin his career uh, you know, then, you know, pitchers kind of figured out that he had trouble hitting sliders. But, um, you know, he might have started the the year in A in a normal season 2020, but he had a great spring. And, you know, now with the season shorted to 60 games, and they also have a DH where they can use Marcel Ozuna, that allows the manager, Brian Snicker to move Johan Camargo from a utility role, um, sorry, from third base into a utility role. And, you know, like I said, Ozuna DH, so... It looks like Riley is going to be the third baseman for the Atlanta Braves. Not much of a battle there, but, you know, they just, they benefited, they benefited a lot. I mean, a lot of National League teams benefit a lot from, you know, the circumstances with the universal DH this year, and Austin Riley is, is a huge beneficiary of that. So that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.